The following program is sponsored by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Goodness, yes, we are, and my name is Jenny. I am really hopeful about this show today for moms and dads who are tuning in. Uh, I work really hard to, to determine what a mom needs when she tunes in to the radio or our podcast. We have quite a, a good following right now on our podcast, and, and we hope that this show is being uh, a help to a lot of people. Uh, the guest today is, I'm calling him our uh, It's a Wonderful Life guest. <clears throat> Let me explain. Uh, I'm going to have this gentleman coming up in just a second, but but here's what I want moms to get from today's show. First of all, this this guy has an incredible story. You will not believe what this man has been through. But uh, when he tells his story, I want mo- every mom and some dads out there today too to listen to what he went through because his parents were not there for him. And I want you as a mom and a dad to be reminded of all the things you do on a daily basis that really are making a difference in your children's lives and bringing you uh, to a place where you know how much you matter and that without you, your children would be just lost. Now, now Anthony has come full circle, and, and that's the great thing about his story. But former NFL player, uh, has three kids himself. Uh, is a motivational speaker. He's got some motivational tips for you today as well, and I know moms are going to want to hang on for that. He's worked with stay-at-home moms uh, in his former personal training business, so so he understands the heart of a mom. So stay tuned for Anthony Truck. But before that, I have a sweet little new friend in the the booth with me today. I just want to welcome my friend Julie. Welcome <laughs> to Channel Mom. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here today. Oh, we're glad to have you. She, she's a, a student of broadcast, and I just wanted to put her on the mic. She has a beautiful voice. Uh, so Julie's going to be standing by as we interview Anthony Trucks today, but I want to say a couple of uh, points of business first. Uh, number one, we have our first ever Neon Moms 5K Run Walk Stroll coming up. You will be helping us. If you love what we do for mothers, if you love that we're in the media encouraging, advising, helping, equipping mothers and thereby helping their families, you can come support us by coming to this really fun run. It's an evening run. We'll have lots of neon. There'll be goodies. There'll be a live band. It's on August 28th at Clement Park in Littleton. August 28th. Festivities start at 5.30. The run starts at 7 p.m. It'll be around the lake there in Littleton. So if you're in the Denver area, we'd be honored to have you attend. I'd love to meet you. We plan to have a thank you mom booth there so I can thank every mom that comes uh, to attend and, and participate in the race. Here's how you sign up. Go to channelmom.com and click on Give to CM. It's right there on the front page, and you will see a drop-down menu that shows you how to sign up for our Neon Moms 5K Run Walk Stroll. So honored if you could attend, and I would love to give you a hug, and thank you for all you do. Okay. Secondly, want to mention that I was at the David Jeremiah event uh, sponsored by Salem. He, he 
Dr. David Jeremiah, I believe, he was in town and, and had a really great motivational talk um, and just enjoyed being there and so appreciate the things that Salem does to bring the community together and to uh, honor folks who work in ministry. And then finally, this came to my attention, and I'm going to get our guest to weigh on it as well. Nature Valley Granola Bars has a little ad out there about what's happening to our children because of addiction to technology. And I think that most moms out there, except some maybe very strict ones that don't let their kids have any access to technology, and we waited a long time to let our kids mm-hmm. have tech. I mean, my son was like 15 years old when he got to have a phone. Uh, this ad just blows the mind. They talked to three generations. The first one describes what they used to do when they were little, you know, tobogganing and playing baseball in the field and things like that. And they go through three generations. They get to the kids' generation and their words are convicting. So just listen to a little clip from this Nature Valley granola bar ad. Like very fast. <laughs> I had a few fish in my basket and I looked up on this bluff and here's this black bear sitting there watching me. If he starts chasing me, I'm going to keep throwing the fish out of my basket until he's gorged and he won't, and he won't bother me. And what did you like to do for fun? You know, you go door to door, get a group of kids, and you play uh, lots of games, uh, hide and seek, just going out to the field and playing baseball. And we build these massive forts, you know, the kind that you can actually sit in and, and, and play in, you know, with, with our friends, and it was just really wonderful. So what do you like to do for fun? Video games, definitely. I like to go on my phone, text. Some email. My favorite thing to do in the world is definitely watching videos and playing video games. Those take up so much of my time. Three hours or t- three to four hours a day. Same. Five hours straight. Just last week, I watched 23 episodes of a TV series in less than four days. I forget. I'm in a house. I have parents. I have a sister. I have a dog. I... Just think I'm in the video game, I completely get lost. I would die if I don't have my tablet. Whenever I feel upset, I'd play video games and I'd feel normal. <sighs> I'm not condemning anybody out there today who, who lets their kids have access to screens. I do it too. But it hurts my heart to think that we're depriving children of access to each other to learn how to love, to forgive, to help, to serve, and of the beautiful world around them, the creation. Instead, they've got their heads in these screens. And now, granted, we have a website. I get it. Technology in many ways is necessary. But, man, Anthony, I saw, wrote a blog about getting your kids away from technology. So with no further ado, I'm going to welcome Anthony Trucks to Channel Mom. He uh, is a former NFL football player, played for three teams, the Redskins, the Buccaneers, and the Steelers. Not the Broncos. Sorry, local folks. Um, He also had a personal training business. He advises multi-billion-dollar companies. He does all kinds of stuff. In addition to raising his three precious children, I was able to meet him recently when he was at a Praise with the Pros event in Colorado Springs. Just an amazing person. He has an incredible story. I call it the It's a Wonderful Life story. For every mom out there who has ever seen It's a Wonderful Life, what would life look like if you were gone and your kids did not have you? 
Anthony's going to show you that. We have a we have a little uh, clip from It's a Wonderful Life. I'll play in the next segment just to remind us why this uh, segment is devoted to It's a Wonderful Life. But Anthony, I apologize. We only have about five minutes in this segment. But welcome to Channel Mom. Hey, welcome. Thank you. I, I appreciate you having me on. Oh, I, I'm so glad to have you. So for the next four minutes before we have to quick go to break and then we can continue in the next uh, the last segment. Give folks a little background on, on what happened to you as a kid. Um, my very first memory uh, of anything, I guess, is, is a tough and painful memory. Is, is you know, I didn't have a dad. It was just me and my mom, my three siblings, and uh, my first memory is her giving all of us into foster care. You know, I remember her crying and giving my hand to him I'd never met, and then being put into a, uh, a system that that did me um, an injustice. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a situation where at the time I was a paycheck for many people. So as long as I didn't die and they got their paycheck, then all was well in the world. So I was I was beaten, I was tortured, I was starved, um, a lot of things that I, I wouldn't wish on my worst enemies. And uh, by the age of six, I, I just, I didn't want to be on the earth anymore. Yeah, so tell folks, can you tell folks about that one incident that I heard you tell on stage at Praise with the Pros about having to, to kind of be forced to sit on a curb or, or lie on a curb and do something for the neighborhood kids? Tell me about that. Yeah, so the neighborhood kids were, uh, were they were pretty uh, uh, bad kids, I guess you could say, but they, I was a little kid there, and they would put me in shopping carts and push me down hills, and I'd, I'd you know, run into busy streets and just narrowly miss traffic. And there was one situation where the uh, the boy in the house, who was the son of the actual you know parent there, um, he held me down on the curb and, and grabbed my head and forced me to lick the bottom of the neighborhood kid's shoes until my tongue bled. And it was just this... Um, just a, a complete worthless feeling and I was he's like developmental years so I'm supposed to be loved and cared for um, it's a complete reverse yeah so you would you were lying on the curb and you were forced to lick the bottoms of the shoes of all the kids and, and they lined up and let you do this until your tongue was bleeding yeah oh. that's what happened so I, I, I want to get to so you so you're in foster care what do, you, what do you think happens there? Let's, let's just take a couple minutes to talk about that. Uh, the reason I had you on the show is because I, I think moms lose sight of how important they are. They think, oh, you know, I schlep around. I change diapers. I, I cart kids all over the place. Nobody cares about what I do. Nobody thanks me. The lack of a mom in your life. And, yes, you had foster moms, but it was different. Now, there are obviously some great adoptive parents and great foster parents out there. Yeah. But that's not what happened for you. So, so what happens with the lack of of the mom who gave birth to you? You uh, you get to get a little callous feeling. I mean, the one woman you want in the world to love because you naturally. I grew up my mom three years old with my mom, and at the time I didn't know she was wasn't a good person to have you know as my mother. But still, all I was my mom, and so you feel completely empty and lost, and uh, it turns into this feeling of just loneliness, like sheer and utter loneliness because. There's no one around. It's just these people who don't know you, who really don't care about you, uh, and they show you in their actions, and the one woman you want to love you doesn't. Did you, at least that's what you feel at the time. Did you think about that a lot, Anthony? Did you did you yearn to have a mom who loved you? Every day. <sighs> Every day I wanted to go home. <sighs> Even though she wasn't a great person. But you don't know that. As a kid, you just know mom is mom. That's all you know. Yeah. Uh, we only have about a minute and a half left in this segment, just in you know 40 seconds. Do you think we've lost sight of that in this culture? Do we, do we not remind moms? Do we do we not raise up little girls to know that as moms they're going to be immensely important someday? 
Yeah, I think we get stuck in the uh, the process of life. Um, I think a lot of people just they, they have this end result of I'm working towards this, you know, this pinnacle place, but they don't realize that the moments that we're in right now are the great moments. And so a parent can come home and they can spend, you know, 20 minutes playing a board game or it's here, watch a TV show for 20 minutes. Uh, and it's, it's nothing that's completely their fault, but they get to the point where they just, they just go to the process of life and don't experience life in the moment sometimes. Yeah. And the kids lose out. They don't. And, and, and in their defense, a lot of parents don't haven't been told by the culture that they're important as parents that they're invaluable because, you know, the culture's lifting up all kinds of other stuff. And we're going to talk about that in the next segment. You know, the money, the paycheck, the house, the car, being an NFL player, actually. Uh, The things that we glorify and when we forget to tell parents that that role in many ways is one of the most important roles God's created for any of us. It's the important role. Yeah. It's the most, everything I do, everything I do is tied to how can I benefit my kids' lives in and whether it's now and them experiencing this moment now or raising them to where when they are in the world on their own, they're prepared for that world. Yeah. Anthony Trucks, uh, an incredible motivational speaker, former NFL player. He's going to come back with us to remind us how important you are, moms and dads, uh, when we come back with Channel Mom. Now, stay tuned for my little plug of my friend Chip. Go to his restaurant. It's fabulous, old-fashioned, good-time fun. <laughs> an excuse to drive a few miles to a beautiful place with delicious food? Let me tell you about one of my favorite places to eat in Colorado. Down home, good cooking, old school, and family friendly, it's the Cutthroat Cafe. Chip Thomas is one of those guys who's created an eating establishment where customers feel like family. Nestled in Bailey, Colorado, next to a sparkling river and national forest, enjoy a getaway to the Cutthroat Cafe on your way to Breckenridge, just off Highway 285 in Bailey, Colorado. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. Thank you, Mom, for all that you do. I'm so glad we have the guest that we have today, uh, motivational speaker, former NFL football player, Anthony Trucks, father of three, takes fathering more seriously than any of the other jobs that he has held. So love him for that. Uh, His story is incredible. The reason I'm asking him to tell it today is because I want parents to understand how important they are we live in a culture that glorifies all kinds of other stuff so sometimes parents can get exhausted and say why do i even do this my kids don't appreciate it i don't see the fruit in their lives i you know my spouse doesn't thank me for all i do for the kids whatever it is so i'm calling this the it's a wonderful life show remember when jimmy stewart has shown what life would be like on the planet without him around i want you mom to understand what life would be like without you around so let's play just a little cut from it's a wonderful life where jimmy stewart's talking to the angel Where do you come from? Heaven? How'd you know my name? Oh, I know all about you. I've watched you grow up from a little boy. What are you, a mind reader or something? (laughs) Who are you, then? Clarence Oddbody, AS2. Oddbody. AS2, what's that AS2? Angel, second class. And then the other guy falls in. I don't know. I mean, have you ever watched It's a Wonderful Life, Julie? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, oh, thank you for saying that because you're young. Oh, come on. No, every July you have to have Christmas in July. Yeah, and it's at A Wonderful Life is on yeah. the screen. Awesome. I hope Anthony has as well. So Anthony Trucks uh, has come on today to tell his difficult story so that moms can understand what would happen if they weren't around. Your babies need you to raise them and raise them well and be committed to it. This is not me condemning you or lecturing you. It's just me edifying you and saying, oh, 
it's so important no matter what the world says. So, Anthony, come back and uh, tell us what is going, what went on for you kind of at the end of your foster care journey. Just, you know, a sentence or two on, on, on the pain you suffered and then, and then how that um, evolved into something else. Yeah, um, you know, I, I eventually was put into a house, which would be my final house. I bounced around, I believe, about five or six homes. And then uh, I was in a home where uh, a woman who uh, is, was my mom is my mom. Uh, she loved me past everything. You know, at that time, I was a bad kid. I just, I, I, you had this really, you know, shut down emotionally kid, and I just didn't respond to anything. And I tried to be bad to go back to my biological mom, but this woman just, she loved me. She loved me every time I tried to make her not love me. And wow. uh, it got, got to this point where I just, I felt like I was supposed to be there. And they eventually adopted me, and uh, it opened up a new world for me because for the first time in my life, like that, I remember uh, I didn't have to worry about whether or not I would be going to a new home. Like I got to, I got to sleep and know for sure I'm sleeping in the same bed tomorrow. And it gave me the sense of peace and self worth. And then to progress forward in life, I, you know, you you list a lot of things I've experienced. Those are all just you know offshoots of a lot of ups and downs. Um, but along that that journey, um, at a really pivotal point in my life, uh, God entered into my life in a place that I never would have expected him to, and uh, he gave me a good, uh, a good piece of self and, and center and ability to, uh, to see everything I experienced in a different light, because for me, I think everything I experienced was because I, I was strong enough or built to be strong enough to, to go through it and to endure it, and it allows me now to, to not be a parent that, if you were to say statistically based on what I went through, I should, you know, be an absent father. I should beat my wife. I should beat my kids. You know, I should beat my. I should just be a horrible drain in society. But um, he gave me this enlightenment that allowed me to see that the things I experienced uh, were supposed to happen to me, uh, because he gave me tools as a person, as a human, to be able to speak about it. So I've been taking all those things that I, I've experienced in my life that I've transitioned into being a complete opposite parent of what I initially experienced. So I'm almost overly you know, present, overly loving to my kids in a way that's obviously apparent, um, but I'm still like, I'm friend and dad that has to raise kids, if that makes sense. Like, I can't just be passive and, and you know, let them do whatever they want. I've got to make them strong, but I also have to love them just as strong. Yeah. And then I take all my experiences in life, and I'm, I'm very transparent. It took a lot of time to get to the place I'm at now, um, but there's almost nothing I will not talk about from a very open, deep place because... It gives other people the the permission I find to share themselves and open up themselves and move forward in their own lives. Yeah. So I, I I that was interesting for me to hear that Anthony that this this last mom the one who adopted you did love you well, uh, and yeah. and and that was transitional for you. Is that fair to say? The very fair. I mean she uh she was she gave me every opportunity to do what I do now. I mean without her none of these things are possible. I'm not. You know, no getting me wrong, we were in a very dysfunctional family growing up. No one's perfect, but her love was perfect. Like the way she took care of me and took care of all my, you know, my siblings, my foster siblings. It was um, very, very, very paramount to my success in life. Yeah, God rescued you there, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it honors me that he used the love of a mother <laughs> to, to rescue. That's that, that's beautiful. And, and there, by the way, is an example of a good foster mom. I, you know, last week I was talking about how kids need their biological moms. I, I, I no disservice to foster and adoptive parents. They, they, it's amazing what the good ones do. So so God rescued you with a mother who loved you. And then he followed that up by showing you your great value. 
in, in the last half of this segment, why don't you go there, Anthony, and tell folks what you've learned about how to be the best parent you can be because of the lack you suffered through and the pain and the beatings and having to lick dirt off of people's feet. What? Do, how do you now approach parenting with your kids? And feel free to weigh in on the technology thing that we did in the first segment with the Nature Valley Granola ad about how our kids are addicted to tech. T- tell us how you approach parenting now. Yeah, it's, it's uh, very present. I think for me, uh, the big thing when I was growing up is my, my parents were absent. My mom, well, my biological mom never came to visitation, so I never saw her. Uh, and so I just had this humongous distance that I never really felt like I was connected to anybody. So I would like to think that the way I, I parent my kids is, is I'm very communicative with them. I talk to them all the time. Like I'm always engaged with them. It's, it's, I don't, I, we go ride bikes, we go on bike rides, we go play at the park. We don't even have cable at my house, so we can just, you know, entertain each other. Right. There's a lot of things I do that, um, I, I want to, I guess I can explain it. I want to have every time I lay down, feel like the day was a good day. Like I feel good inside and whatever feels good for me may feel differently good for someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are certain things I think that us as parents, um, we know we want to do. We just don't do. Like if you sat here and, and asked, you know, 10 people, what's you know a perfect day for you and your kids? They'll sit down and they'll say, you know, we went for a walk or went to the park or I took them on a trip or whatever it is. And in that same amount of you know space that they're saying they could do that, the reality is they they had the opportunity during the day quite possibly and chose not to. So what they did is because they're stressed or because something happened or they're um, maybe they have things going on in their, you know, their own life, they're not getting perspective of it or being grateful for what they do have, which is their children. Yeah. Uh, you know they they get to the point I've noticed with myself sometimes like ah, I don't want to want to play a board game, go watch a TV show. And then essentially what we're doing is we're teaching kids that, one, they're not important to us. Even though it may not be true, the nonverbal cues are saying they're not important to us. Uh, and two, we're not developing that bond. And then what happens is as the kids grow and we know all these things they shouldn't be doing, they don't listen to us. So they don't trust us because we haven't developed the trust over the years. Wow. So we just put them in front of a TV. And so for me, like I, I can talk to my children very distinctly about certain things, but it's because of every single moment that they've asked me to play a board game, and I said yes. Or every time they want to go on a bike ride, and I say yes, even though I may be dead tired because I know that if I want to have them be successful human beings in this world and get back later on, they're going to have some places where they go off track, and i got to be able to push them back. But if I haven't established that, that base of trust years ago, they're not going to listen to me and get back on track. Yeah, and that's just time spent. That's just time bonding. It's not sending somebody off to go look at the television or, or you know, to, to be preoccupied with something that is not interaction with your child. Okay, Anthony, we've got about three and a half minutes left. I want to make sure that you get a good little pep talk in for the, for the moms and some of the dads who are listening out there today. Yeah. On, on your website, it's anthonytrucks.com, folks, if you want to track him down and, and get, you know, motivated by him. Uh, you talk about trusting your hustle. Trust your hustle. You also talk about what are you not doing today that you would like to be doing. Give yeah. in the last three minutes. Give moms and dads the, the little pep talk that you give to folks in so many places across the country. Yeah, you know, for me, I found that a lot of people have amazing goals and aspirations they want for their life, but somewhere on the road, they they lose the the faith in themselves or the ability to go after something. And anything of worthwhile takes hustle, grind, like effort. And so uh, what I found was if you don't have a distinct faith in yourself, you will not go forward and pursue whatever it is you want. And then I started figuring that, you know, there's got to be something that lacks, uh, builds, uh, takes faith away. And what I found was it's belief. If people do not have a belief in themselves, they never have the faith. So they won't take the step forward. They'll be stuck at square one, always wanting that thing they'll never get. 
And then I said, okay, if belief is a huge thing, how do we get someone to believe in themselves? And that's where trust comes in. That's where the concept of trust, your hustle. And trust is actions. It's, you know, a lot of people have, have taken steps backwards in life or failed at some things or not succeeded. And they then tell themselves, well, that is me. Because I've failed, that's all I'm able to do. Therefore, I don't trust in my ability to then pursue this next thing, which leads to a lack of belief, which leads to a missing faith in themselves, and they sit stagnant in square one. So my big thing is is getting to this place where you have this really distinct reason as to why you must succeed. And I call it people's lift, what gives you life inside for triumph, which is if I ask you why do you do things, most people spit it off quick, but it's really the reason that is so deep and dark that it's embarrassing to speak in public. It's, mm-hmm. it's that that it's that feeling you have when you're sitting alone in your own house in your brain, like you have that, that idea floating around. When you can take that idea and stop having it be a shameful experience for yourself and have it be a driving force for yourself, yeah. you push forwards, and then you'll never stop, which initially the whole concept leads into never failing because you will go until you win. Now what you'll have is these successful wins, which builds a trust, and that trust leads to an amazing belief, which leads to a faith to where you'll know you can climb mountains, and then the ability to pursue what it is you want almost comes innately. Yeah, and, kind of and, and I do think that that, that I happen to think, uh, uh, you know, takes a faith in God as well. Now, we've got yeah. 30 seconds left. If people want to find you, do they go to anthonytrucks.com? Yep, anthonytrucks.com, and you can subscribe to my newsletter. I started a bunch of cool blog posts, and every day I put videos out. I have a whole lot of stuff I do. I have fun over there. Yeah, you, you got some great motivation and some great parenting tips there as well. Anthony, you're a blessing. God bless you. I'm so glad that mother loved you well, and, and God rescued you there, and you now have a great message to share with the world. Thanks so much for being on Channel Mom. Thank you for having me. Okay, God bless you and your your three babies. That's awesome. All right, they're not really babies anymore. They're growing up. <laughs> Thanks, Anthony. Take care. Yeah, All right. You too. Thank you so much to my friend Julie for being on the show today with me. Uh, Chris, thanks so much for what you do. And mom, if you feel like nobody notices, if you feel like you're schlepping around and you're tired and you're exhausted and People don't appreciate what you do, and and maybe our world doesn't appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you for all you do to raise your children well. It makes our world a better place, and God sees, and I am sure he loves it when people raise their children well. God bless you. Have a beautiful weekend. Thanks for joining us for Channel Mom Radio.